Oh, fuck yeah. I like bees. CDs live in colonies. Buzzy MCs with a singer for emergencies. And we're back. You know, we just had a little tangent offline about family dynamics and it off the record off the record yeah and it honestly it makes me sad that because we're talking about people we know and i don't just mean sarah and greg and so forth i mean like you know in croatia too and in other places where we've met people we've been careful not to like put people on the spot or show people in an unfavorable light because they might listen and i think it think it affects the quality like i want to be able goddamn like humanity you, you want to be able to spill the tea on people yeah because it's, <laughs> because it's interesting and because it's real and human and rich yeah i mean that's true but those should be done in a private capacity with the people that you trust not to abuse that knowledge not to abuse the privilege of getting to see the real sides of those people in those yeah exactly all right that's fair i suppose if it was going to be published maybe it wouldn't have been shown to me and so it's a bit of a catch-22 so i'm not actually missing out on anything by not talking about it because if i was going to talk about it i wouldn't have experienced it in the first place okay i can (laughs) i can get behind you are honestly so funny i've never known you to be like one for drama but the more i learn about you the more i'm like oh man this man loves tea he loves tea i just like to know what's going on like it's not like it's kind of like fomo but it's not like oh i wish i was there it's just like i have a deep compulsion to understand the world around me Uh i like i need to know all of the moving parts in my environment so that i can predict the future right but uh, you're right yeah that in in human terms you know as as you people do the <laughs> this <laughs> the contemporary description of that might be a drama queen you know in the parlance of our times you know <laughs> no it's not you're not a drama queen i think that you're just somebody who loves to spill the tea like you love to be the one who knows it all so that you can tell people about it well, I mean, I don't need to tell people about everything. I'm capable of keeping secrets, but I really like to know it all so that I know it all. And then Yeah, so that you tell- have a good, well-rounded understanding of your environment. Yeah, so that yeah. I have a good handle on yeah. on reality, honestly, mm-hmm. because yeah. it's, it's so funny. Like, so many of us, we show one side of ourselves to everybody, and it's like 30% of who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. And if everybody's doing that... That means that 70% of our everyday environment that we're moving around in comfortably, you know, safely, is completely unknown to us. That's creepy as fuck. That's scary. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so, Bali, where we're staying now, it's like not a very touristy area. It's very, very local, quite undeveloped. Yeah. Pretty, like... Small buildings, small stores. My gym is like, I've only been there once. I shouldn't call it my gym, but it's like 200 meters down the street and it's just just equipment in a room. It's pretty stark and it's 50 cents to drop in. It's crazy. 
Less than 50 cents. Less than 50 cents. And when I went there, uh, like this guy, when I went in, he was like, hey, how are you? Yeah. And he was like working out. Yeah. And, you know, I, it's weird, but I trust people who work out frequently. Because huh. I'm like, you must have some kind of discipline. You're probably like <laughs> got your shit together. You're probably not a ruffian. Like people who go to the gym consistently at least are like not psychopaths. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Did he go to the... Yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> people who go to the gym regularly <laughs> at least are functioning humans. For sure. Sure. Um, so when this dude, you know, started talking to me, I was... I didn't think anything of it. But he's like, where are you from? How you doing? Where are you staying? I was like, oh, just down the street. He's like, really? Like... And you're from Canada? Yeah. Most people who come to visit here don't stay here. Like, why are you staying in this part of town? Like, what, mm. are, you, what are you doing here? And I was mm. like, yeah, you know, I just like to get into the community and actually experience the country that I'm staying in. And he's like, oh, that's really cool. He's like, it's really rare to, to meet people like you that don't just want to go to the beach and get shit-faced and go surfing. And I was like, you know, in my head, I was like, that sounds pretty sweet too, but... <laughs> Anyway, so I made a friend, and oh, I was like, yeah. that's so nice. Have a good workout, and then, mm. yeah, it's nice. Well, that's it's nice, nice to chat with people. His English was really good. And before he went away, I was like, uh, Namasaya, Chris. Yeah. And he was like, oh, he was so impressed that I said uh, it in Indonesian. Yeah. And he was like, my name's dot, dot, dot. I don't, I don't remember his name. Oh, no. Well, I'm just bad with names. It's not, it was a name I hadn't heard before. It, and I, try, I was like, okay, I'm going to remember that. And I <laughs> thought about not. it. And it's like, now when I try to recall it, it's not it's not there. Now we're in this beautiful paradise. Um, our place, despite being in a fairly undeveloped kind of part of the country outside the main city. It's like a tiny oasis. Yeah, it's yeah. such a tiny little oasis compound with like, you know, it's so clean, so well taken care of. It's got this beautiful blue water pool and we've got this big room that we're staying in with air conditioning and a big bathroom and the owner here is super nice. Maddie. Maddie's the, be- the best. Maddie's yeah. the best. And it's been really comfortable. We started driving a scooter. We rented a scooter for the month. It was like 150 bucks to have unlimited access to the scooter for the whole month that we're here. Yep. Um, or three weeks, three and a half weeks. And so we've been actually cruising through traffic. Thankfully, there's a lot less traffic here. Yesterday, we went snorkeling for the day. Yeah, and I got fucking throttled by waves, like, brought under the water and twisted and turned around. Once I got out of the water, because I was so frustrated with how much I was being thrown around by the waves, I actually got to see, like, the giant swells that were actually happening, like, near the shoreline, which meant that I wasn't far out enough. But also, if I were to try and make my way back in, I probably would have had the exact same thing happen to me. Right when I got onto the shore, I had to basically, like, crawl my way up, but then the waves would crash, so then they'd, like, throw me (laughs) into the sand and, like, drag me around. (laughs) I was super frustrated, so I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to go take a shower and just lounge and see if the tide goes down, and if it doesn't, then let's just go. (laughs) And so I walk all the way up to where we parked because you had to walk all of, like down like a bunch of steep set of stairs to get to the beach. I walked all the way back up to take a shower and I kid you not, I felt like I had 
a rice bag full of sand just like in my nether regions tucked into your parts seriously i took off like the bottoms of my swimsuit and just like giant plops of sand just fell off Uh. yeah and then i took off my bathing suit top same thing happened yeah it was basically like i had sand cups on my boobs and my (laughs) and my butt and everything it was it was terrible it was jam-packed jam-packed and it was because it's honestly i'm glad that i'm a moderately strong swimmer and that i had the fins on yeah because if i didn't have fins on i wouldn't have been able to navigate i didn't have fins on yeah and i swam out past the break and the waves like how can i put this when the waves crashed the distance from the top of the wave to the sand was like eight feet yeah like they were big waves it was it was mind-blowing to me that they were so high, but it's because the sand beach was so steep. So, of course, when an eight-foot wave crashes on the sand, it pulls a lot of water back out yeah. from the shore with it. And that's a hefty undertow. Yeah. So I swam out past that, and I had no fins, no flotation device. And I was like, fuck, like, that was a pretty strong current. I wonder if I'm going to be able to make it back. But I started doing front crawl to get back in, and yeah. I was so grateful for all the time we spent swimming in Croatia. Yeah. My fucking shoulders were strong. Like, nice. I was, I am now the strongest swimmer that I've ever been in my life. Wow. From swimming really? in Croatia. Yeah. Because it wasn't just jumping in the water and jumping out. Like, yeah, we actually. Every single time we jumped, we had to swim all the way around the rock yeah, to get back up. We swam yeah. a lot. Yeah. And even when you surf, like, your shoulders get strong, but it's not in a swimming way because you're laying on a surfboard. Sure. So. I, I felt like I could move through the water mm. when we were in Croatia. And Maybe when, that's why I also felt really strong in probably, the water, too. Yeah. yeah. But, but I was surprised that I could do it even without fins on. Yeah. I'm glad that uh, nothing too terrible happened to you other than your big toe. Oh, yeah. The, the waves were so strong that they would, like, there was this big rock, like, the size of a football. And <laughs> it was rolling in with the water and rolling back out. The waves were pushing this rock. And as I was walking into the water, I was like, oh, haha, that's funny that the waves are strong enough to move that rock up and down the beach. Like, that's pretty big. And then I looked up for a second, and all of a sudden, a wave crashed in, and that rock fucking rolled right up it underneath my big toenail. I was like, ah! Cracked it. Cracked that guy. Do you think I should put in a cartoon sound effect there? No, that was that was a good sound effect. Yeah, that's how it felt. It sounded like it felt. Yeah. It split my freaking toenail, which hurt a lot. <laughs> and Jess was out there snorkeling with the GoPro, and I was like, come over here and take a video of my toe. And she, like, holds it, holds the GoPro under the water with her snorkel mask on, and she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'd, I hadn't looked at it yet. I was like, I don't want to know. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, and we drove like an hour to get out there to the beach anybody who's curious the if you google the blue lagoon bali you'll see the beach that we were at it was a really pretty little spot it was a very pretty little spot but just um pretty uh violent yeah pretty violent surf (laughs) yeah honestly yeah because i had my snorkel on i couldn't moderate my breathing because i thought that the snorkel would be out of the water so when the waves crashed, 100%, all the water came in. I breathed in ocean water, started choking on myself. And then, like, a wave came and, like, basically dragged me under and just, like, rolled me around underneath the water. I was, I was yeah. Not a happy camper. No, I was not a happy camper. The yeah. thing is, is that, like, I'm glad, though, because I didn't yeah. panic at all. That's I good. was just like, I'm just going to wait until the water pulls me somewhere. And then once I can pop my head up. 
reorient myself and then just fucking make my way back in. You were a pretty unhappy camper when you came out. Oh, man. Yeah. It's because I... Because you became a sand golem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got thrown around so much. Yeah, and then you were smuggling sand onto the shore. <laughs> You were, a, you were a sand mule. Yeah, I was. It packed into all your orifices. Yeah, it was packed all the way in. I, you have no idea how much I had to squidge. We rented a sun... We rented a beach umbrella. And people kept trying to give us massages for like 5000 which is like 50 cents. 5000 That's what she said, five. She was like, five. That's... And I was like, no. She had very few teeth and she was... Well, I, I didn't... I was yeah, like, I don't... I could... And also I saw her, like, after she gave somebody a massage, I saw her, like, sitting and waiting for the next person. She was just yeah. digging up in her nose and I was like, nah, I don't... I'm glad I didn't... <laughs> I don't want that on my... All up on my body. And driving out for that hour, I got so sunburnt. Yeah, you got a real good farmer's tan going right now. Yeah, it looks... I described it like a 1920s swimsuit. <laughs> like, because my thighs... Are like creamy white, and then there's like a stark sunburn line <laughs> mid thigh, and my biceps too, like stark farmer's tan line. Yeah. All you're so, missing is the crew neck tan line, and then that's yeah. it. Yeah. The uh, the deep crew. The deep crew tan line to go yeah. with my 1920s bathing suit tan, <laughs> full body tank suit, which is fucking scary to me because my forearms burned really badly, and they're already tanned. Like I was talking to Ryan this morning, I'm like, that's not supposed to happen. Like, it really put the fear of God into me. And I actually put sunscreen on my forearms for the ride back home. I'm so glad I did. I'm glad you did, too. Otherwise, you probably would be, like, in so much pain. Yeah, I'm going to be careful. I, I didn't realize that after spending, you know, two weeks in Lebanon, mostly indoors and in shade, and then being in Jakarta and also staying inside and only going out at night, really, because the time zone change really fucked us up this time. Yeah. Because we didn't try to fix it. We just, like went to bed super late and woke up super late. Um, but I didn't realize that being out of the sun for three weeks really kind of like took away my resilience. Also, I just realized we also got that massage while we were here where they basically exfoliated all of our skin off. Oh, fuck yeah. That's why. That's why. That's why you and I both got fucking yeah. shit in like a matter of three hours yesterday because that outer layer yeah. that they exfoliated off is yeah. like your natural sunscreen mm. that makes so much sense yeah fuck <laughs> i mean it was a really good massage it wasn't good we didn't we didn't ask for the exfoliation they they just gave it to us and yeah i, I mean i really enjoyed the exfoliation because i like the fact that i'm like like newborn baby skin almost i do not enjoy that myself I know. But the the owner here, I, I asked her, because there's like a massage bed, like a sun bed that's covered with like a little gazebo. And there's so many like little temples here and everything's decorated like little temples, little shrines. And there's, it looked like a massage bed. And I asked the owner, like, can we get massage here? Like, is there somebody that comes? And she's like, oh, no, if you want massage, I know a good spot. Just give me a day's warning and I'll get it set up and we can all yeah. go for massage. She's like, it's about $11 a person. So it's not bad. And we talked to – there's a Polish couple here, Brugoslav and Anna, and their their daughter, Maya, whose name I shouted yesterday while we were recording and have been cautioned against that. Um, <laughs> she's a terror. She's a terror. But anyway, Brugoslav said, oh, you should really go get the massage. It's We, we did it. It's so worth it. So we told Made, like, oh, I think we'd like to go get the massage tomorrow. Yeah. Fortunately, this was before we were all sunburnt. And she set it up and we – so we followed her on the scooter, and she's, like, local and obviously born and raised here. 
so very comfortable on a scooter. I was intimidated. I was yeah. scared that we weren't going to be able to follow her because they, up, yeah. they also drive on the left side of the road here. So it's like the UK, but on a scooter in Southeast Asia. So which like, is, a, like three times the discomfort. Yeah, I was describing it to Jess. Like first I practiced on the left side of the road in an automatic car. Then on the left side of the road in a standard car, and now on the left side of the road in an automatic scooter. The next challenge is going to be like a a standard dirt bike in Vietnam. <laughs> I fucking know it. At least, hopefully, we'll be on the right side of the road. But anyway, so we had to follow her like a kilometer to get to this place. And partway there, this dude like rolled up beside us and was like, like "Where are you going? Hey, where, where are you, you going? going? Why are you going so slow? Yeah, why are you going so slow? <laughs> and like, where are you going? tried to big league me, and I I think he was trying to look like like one-up me to Jess because she's, you know, she's got her tattoo. She's on the back of a scooter looking all hot in the sun and whatever. Dude rolls up. He's like, hey, why are you driving with this slow loser? Where are you, where are you even going? How'd you like to jump on my scooter? I think that's where that, that's where he was going with that. That's not where he was going yeah, with that. Yeah. It was just a case of road rage. That's all. Fortunately, just then, Maddie turned right, like, to go to our – we had to turn right there. So I was just like, I'm following her and just, like, turned off the road. Yeah. <laughs> that was the end of that. I'm with I'm with her, me, and just like drove away. That was the end of that confrontation. <laughs> Thankfully, I, I was so embarrassed. Um, but and the massage was pretty good. We went into like a fantastic a hair salon that was full of ladies, and Made was talking to them in Indonesian. And then we like went upstairs to where there was these beds in this little like it was like kind of a private room with a curtain on the front instead of a wall. And there were two beds, so Jess and I were both in the same room, and we had to strip down and put on these, like, translucent black, like... Okay, at least it was full bum coverage. The one we had to do in France was, like, a thong. It was. Like, a, a G-string. It was a G... Chris had to wear a G-string. It, it was a thong. My giant pale ass cheeks just made it look like a G-string, because it just got <laughs> lost in the creamy, milky goodness <laughs> that is my butt. Um, <laughs> that is your butt cheeks. Yeah, but so this thing, it was like, there were like a black underwear bottom, but like mesh, kind of. Like, yeah, so it's like, it's like, like a nylon. Like, like a mesh, like hairnet, but for, little, your, for your butt. Well, a hairnet is like fishnet. It was a little tighter weave no, than no, a hairnet. There's, there's, there's hairnets that are like that texture. It was like a black stocking that was like fairly difficult to see through, but if you looked, you, you know. Mm. It was plasticky. So we had to change into that and uh, got actually really a really fantastic massage. And, really fantastic. And it ended up being, yeah, 11 bucks a piece, which was more than we expected for Jess because girls are supposed to be cheaper, I guess. But um, I think it was because I was tall. <laughs> maybe. They're like, that's they're a lot like, of body. They're like, that's, that's a big woman. <laughs> actually, you know, you might be right. Maybe that is why women are cheaper because they're smaller. They're smaller, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, but I was not, you're not smaller. You're not I was, small by I was Indonesian much standards. Much larger than yeah, the it, average Indonesian woman. That's correct. Yeah. yeah, you're like an Amazon here, towering over these poor women. Yeah. <laughs> but it was an hour and a half and great massage, and then exfoliating yogurt scrub. It was all pretty good. But yeah, a lot of exfoliation, and I got a wicked fucking sunburn. <laughs> I'm actually in pretty rough shape right now between my sunburn, my split toenail, my recovery from COVID. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh it's been a lot, but yeah. it's exciting. You we know? got bad guts. Yeah. yeah. Shitting shitting ourselves silly, sunburnt, broken, COVID y or at least bad. Actually clean. I'm I'm all better now. My guts are all better. 
Yeah, I'm all fixed. I think I'm finally adjusting. We also stopped eating hot sauce on our food, which helped. We No, I had hot sauce with the fried chicken. Did you? Yeah, just like two nights ago. We didn't even talk about when we went to the smaller night market here in Batubulan, where it's just like, it's like a, it's almost like a massive, in. it's like a flea market. They sell everything, and there's a big area where there's a lot of food stalls. Mm-hmm. And we ordered this amazing chicken noodle soup Yeah. with this amazing broth and it was from this tiny little like hot dog cart looking place um but there was a bunch of local people eating there it was a dollar 50 each to get a bowl of this soup and the girl sitting beside jess ordered it before us and she like looked over at us and smiled and then dumped like blub 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 hot sauce on her soup and was you know implying like this is what you do like look at how good this is hilarious because there's also so basically there were three sauces there there was like homemade spice like in this tiny red jar this giant spice jug thing which is what chris was just blubbing and then (laughs) and then like hoisin sauce so basically she blubbed the giant sauce i love how that's a verb now yeah and then she put the hoisin sauce on and then she put a tiny little spoonful of the little um homemade spice and so i saw the spoonful of spice i was like oh you know what i want that so i only put that on mine but Chris, of course, one to always accept a challenge. I didn't. I didn't try to match her at all. No, I, I know. But her. you were like, you were like, oh, that's what we're supposed to do. So I'm gonna do it. So you blub blub blubbed. Not as you a, know, a couple not blubs. As, yeah, a couple blubs. You also blubbed a little bit of hoisin sauce. You did. I, I was a crazy mother blubber. I'm the mother flipping. I'm the mother flipping. I'm the mother flipping. Mother flipping. Yeah, you were a crazy mother blubber, and you suffered the consequences. Yeah, I did. I we and it's funny. I think we just posted on Instagram. Maybe some people saw it. Like, oh, this was so amazing, and it was so cheap. If we don't shit our guts out, if we're not violently ill from this, then <laughs> I think we're gonna come back every night. And we were violently ill. <laughs> I woke up at three thirty the next morning in a real bad state of affairs. Yeah, just, just a. Just, yeah, like, like hot sweat on my forehead. <laughs> like, I was not doing good. Um, I do want to go back there, though, honestly. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Join us next week on Canadians Don't Learn Their Lesson. <laughs> Man, that, that was so good. And then, I mean, we got the same dish last night. And even though there was no blub, blub, blub sauce. Yeah, we, we did, skipped the hot sauce. We actually did put on a little bit of hot sauce, or at least I did. I put on some sriracha. It wasn't um, nearly as good, though. No, it wasn't nearly as good, but, like, it just means that maybe it was just the spice and not the dish because the dish, like, didn't make us react poorly. Well, it was a different restaurant, too. It was, yeah. yeah. It could have been that it was a janky little food stall for $1.50 in the middle of a night market, but mm. let's let's find out. Yeah. I think we're going back there tonight. I think we're going back. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think we're going to go back, yeah. Yeah, so that pretty much catches everybody up. I'm so glad that we finally got through all this, and, like... Because, like, when we talk about old stuff, it, it feels like a grind. But when we talk about what we're doing right now, like, I can feel the energy, you know? Like, mm. I feel more passionate. Like, when I was listening this morning to our episodes in Italy, I was like, we're so excited about the things we're talking about because they're fresh in our minds and they're still funny to us. And I'm so glad we're caught up. So thank you. You're welcome. Thank now I've got, like, four hours of episodes to parse through and edit. Eh, it's going to rain tomorrow. You've got lots of time. Yeah, I actually want to get through all of them and get them all published and up to speed 
Yeah, it's supposed to thunderstorm for the next few days. And there are that was another reason we didn't really sleep the first night in this place. When it rains here, it's like somebody just dumps a bucket of water on everything. <laughs> yeah, it lasts for 20 minutes. And then <laughs> it's just like, that's it. <gasps> yeah, it's... Yeah. Uh, oh, and we have little geckos in the room. That <laughs> they, make, they make little they gecko make noises. They make squeak noises. Oh, they're so cute. And they poop on things. <laughs> <laughs> they do, yeah. Yeah, I found little tiny gecko poops on little things. Oh, it's so cute. You want me to talk about your dream? I don't know what time it would have been, but I'm trying desperately to go to bed on time and get up at a normal hour because I keep waking up at like four in the morning. And at like 4.30, <laughs> Jess is like, there's two geckos. <laughs> and I like woke up and I was like, uh, is, is there like, it was honestly, it was so, it was such like a normal voice and so excited and so applicable, maybe, that I thought she genuinely might have been awake and just, like, couldn't contain her enthusiasm. Like, But then she didn't say anything more. And I was like, all right. That... And you did see them. And I did not see any geckos. So, yeah, it's an interesting way to wake up in the middle of the night in Bali. There's two people in the kitchen, new people. There's yeah. a French guy and a North American girl. I yeah. Don't, I don't want to commit the cardinal sin of saying that she's probably American. <laughs> or Canadian. Or Canadian, but I have to say, like, just by population, chances are that she's American just because their population is ten times our population. But because it's ten times as offensive to get it wrong in that direction, I also just... Yeah, because as a fellow Canadian, you don't want to offend another fellow Canadian. No. I wonder if Americans know how offensive it is for Canadians to be called Americans. I bet they don't know. I think a lot of them don't know. Yeah. Well, you heard it here first, folks. We're racist. Nationalist. <laughs> Are we racist? <laughs> Against Americans? Um, yeah, American is not a race. Um, so you can't win it, so stop trying. Speaking of not a race, it's so strange how, like, such a massive tourist population comes through Bali and like people are still amazed that I'm Canadian they're like no 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 you're not Canadian like all the Balinese people are like no. but but you have your face Chinese no your face Japanese yeah uh, you get you I get ja I've got Japanese I've heard it, and I... Korean the most <laughs> where are you from uh I'm from Canada and you also Canada, but you face Japanese. Yeah. Um, how do I explain this? <laughs> Canada is very mixed. Face Chinese, person Canadian. I mean, honestly, out of every place that we've gone to, it's always been like, you are also Canadian? It's like, yeah. It's like, no matter where. Everywhere in Europe. Yeah, not just Europe. And I think that's what I'm realizing is I, I was blaming the Europeans for it. And now I'm starting to just like blame North America for it, for not doing a better job of being like, this is our composition. Yeah. The world genuinely thinks North America is all white. Yeah. Which is so weird. Yeah. Because it really isn't. I also recognize that most of the time anybody who's traveling to indonesia or thailand or vietnam or europe for 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 that matter 
anybody who typically looks like me typically is from China. Because we do have such a small, like, Asian population, I think that there is very, very rare instances of, like, CBCs, like, Chinese-born Canadians traveling abroad with another white person. So, what are we excited about next? We were invited to a wedding? In, yes. In two days? A, lo- yes! a local wedding that starts yeah. at 7.30 in, in the morning? morning. Yeah. yeah, and we need to wear traditional dress, so we're wearing, like... Basically, like Indonesian formals, like a sari, but with other a layers too. A, did I say sari? Yes, yeah. a sarong, but with other layers also. Yeah, and I mean, I I think that I'm gonna see. Like, I, I think that I want to talk to Komang about like like how we should actually dress because it's really nice that we can borrow some of these clothes. But I think that like for him, he was just picturing us like in a sarong and like a regular Well, top. he probably just didn't want us to go to this trouble, but <laughs> it like, I think this is appropriate. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We have to do some more research on that. Even like worst case, if we're overdressed, we'll just appear very respectful. They're not going to be like offended. They're going to be like, that's cute that they like really wanted to, you know, dress up. And, uh, like, yeah. So I'm Maybe. not too worried about it. Um, Chris has a little hat. I do have a little hat. I look forward to <laughs> posting pictures of this. So hopefully by the time this gets published, like... We'll have updates on the wedding? No, I was going to say hopefully we'll publish this before, before we wedding. go to the... Before we publish Instagram stuff about the wedding. Oh, okay. Not that most people would be caught up listening even if they get published, but yeah. at least then people will be up to date. Mm. By the way, anybody who's listening to this who's not following our Instagram... It's at the Traveling Hive with two L's, just like this podcast. Yep. And I want to start doing more cross-referencing between these two media touch points. Ooh. Yeah. So points, so touching. I go real marketing, marketing touch point patterns. Marketing touch points, yeah. Uh, so hopefully we will come back to you with some exciting stories about our local wedding, because Komang, who works here at the guest house... Uh, his cousin's getting married, so yeah, we'll come back with stories about cultures and foods, and we're going to keep practicing our Indonesian because we're back on the Duolingo. Mm-hmm. Okay, goodbye, everybody. Bye. Never work alone. Just don't bring a honey home to the honeycomb. What are you doing? Selamat tinggal. Selamat tinggal. I don't think it's that long. I thought it was just by. I don't think so. That's what you said it was in Arabic. You can't just say that it's English in every language. I mean, it's by. You say by in Chinese too, as like a. You say hello to say hello here. It, it's the same if it's just by. Yeah. Okay. Salamat tinggal. Salamat tinggal.